Hello, I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and I'd like to welcome you to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to help you discover God's real plan. There's an invisible war being waged in our world between the forces of good and evil. And because it's invisible, there's often a lot of confusion about who's winning the battle, our father God or the enemy Satan. And well, today, Rabbi Schneider reminds us that the spiritual world is not a cosmic wrestling match where God is struggling to hold his position. That's just our human perspective. The Bible teaches us that God is sovereign, and that means he's in full control. And now let's get started with today's teaching. The episode that we're studying in the book of 1 Samuel chapter number two takes place after the Lord had opened Hannah's womb and as a result of the Lord opening her womb and her giving birth to the prophet Samuel, she brings Samuel to the house of the Lord, presents him to the priest there, Eli, and after dedicating him unto the Lord at the temple, she bursts forth into this prayer or this song. I'm gonna pick up right now in chapter number two, verse number eight. Hear the word of God. Now let's remember, Hannah is speaking by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The New Testament tells us in referring to the writers of the Hebrew Bible that no one spoke by his own interpretation, but rather when they wrote the Hebrew Bible, the Tanakh, they were writing by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that no prophecy was given by one's own interpretation, but those that wrote were writing by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So hear the word of God. I want you to take this to heart. I'm gonna continue to drive home the point, hopefully with some new colors and in some deeper dimensions. I need this word to go deeper and deeper in our souls for us to be able to fully enter into it, embrace in it, and live in its reality. So hear what she says as she's praising the Lord after experiencing the miracle of God supernaturally opening up her womb to bring forth the child. She said, he raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with nobles and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he set the world on them. Now, What we're actually seeing here is a window into understanding the dynamics of the sovereignty of God operating in the earth. I remember when I first became a believer, a Jewish boy living in Cleveland, Ohio. I was living in Pepper Pike on Bremerton Road. And I knew nothing about Jesus, beloved one. Jesus was as far away to me than the man on the moon. He was just so foreign to me as a Jew. So I was totally unexposed to Christian faith, Christian doctrine, to the person of Jesus. I never thought about him. He never entered my mind. But as many of you know my story, in 1978, Jesus supernaturally appeared to me in my bedroom. I wasn't searching for him. I wasn't seeking him. I never read the New Testament. No one had ever witnessed to me. God 
chose me. And because of that, he came and appeared to me. And after he appeared to me, I was so excited because I was seeking for meaning. I was seeking for purpose. I didn't know my way in life. And when Jesus appeared to me that night, somehow I knew Jesus was the way. So I started telling everybody about it. So I went out, bought a New Testament, started devouring the Word of God, started telling everybody about it. Even though all my friends were Jewish, I knew a lot of people. Then eventually somebody said to me, I'm going to take you to my church. She had just become a, a radical believer herself. So she came over to my house one day. She picked me up. And she drove me to this place. I won't even say what the name of it is because I don't want to cast any negative light. But it was this gathering. It was really powerful at the time. There was like a Jesus movement going on during the season. So she brings me to this gospel house and the evangelist started preaching. But the way he was preaching, it didn't seem right to me because it made it out like God was over here. He was one power and the devil was over here. And it was almost like they were equal with each other. And we better choose God. And somehow we had this faint idea. It seemed like that God was going to win in the end. But the way God was being portrayed was far from being a sovereign God. I said to myself, I might not know a lot about God, but somehow deep inside, this is wrong because God is God. He's not fighting with anybody to maintain his power. He's God. He's the Lord. He's the one. And there is no other. And so I started really digging into the Word of God about this, and I came to see in the Word of God that this theology that was being communicated in so many subtle ways was not biblical. That when we understand the Hebraic foundation of our faith, we understand that God is the Lord of the world. And this is what Hannah is saying here. And so we come now to verse number 8. He raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with nobles and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. He set the world on them. The New Testament tells us that the entire world is being upheld by the Spirit of God. The Bible says in the book of Romans, all things are from him, through him and to him. Everything that is alive right now is existing only because the glory of God is allowing it to exist and has willed it to continue to exist. And everything that is happening right now ultimately has a purpose. I know that you and I, when we look around right now, it's hard for us to make sense of a lot that happens. And believe me, when I say this, I want to be sensitive in saying this because there's a lot that we don't understand. There's a lot of heartache and pain and suffering going on right now. And we wonder, we scratch our heads, why? Why is the Lord allowing this to happen? If we're honest with ourselves, we're thinking, God, why would you allow this to happen? This doesn't seem right. What's going on? But the Hebrew Bible tells us that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is God in heaven above, Deuteronomy 4.39, and on the earth below. Just like Hannah said here, the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. Jesus understood everything that was going on in his life ultimately had a purpose. Even if it was evil, it still had a purpose. For example, what happened immediately after Yeshua came out of the Jordan River after being baptized by John the Immerser, John the Baptist, the Bible says, the Spirit of God 
led Yeshua into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil for 40 days. Now, was it just the devil attacking Jesus as if there was no purpose in it? No. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord led Yeshua into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil for 40 days. So I've been drilling down here, beloved ones, that we need to come out of the shallow New Testament only understanding of who God is to get a fuller understanding of who God is by seeing how the sovereignty of God is taught in the Hebrew Bible. You see, Jesus said in the book of Matthew, chapter number 13, he said, every scribe, and a scribe was someone that made copies of the Torah. All they did was they made copies of the Tanakh and the Torah. They wrote out the letters of each book word for word. So they knew the word of God in the Old Testament. Yeshua said, every scribe that becomes a disciple of mine will be like the owner of a mansion and is able to bring forth out of this huge mansion, this huge house, Jesus said, treasures old and new. In other words, Yeshua is saying, someone that has been schooled in the Hebrew scriptures that becomes a follower of mine will be able to bring forth treasures old and new. And that's what we're doing now. We're mining out of the Hebrew Bible those treasures that Yeshua was speaking of that help you and I to get the mind of Hashem, the mind of God, and understanding his sovereignty on the earth. So we need, as I've been teaching, to ask the Lord in every situation that we're in, Lord, how should I respond to this? What are you trying to teach me in this? Lord, you allowed this to happen. I can't forsake faith in you. I can't say that this is just the devil, because as it was in the life of Job, it was the Lord that allowed the devil to attack. I have to ask you, God, what's your purpose in this? Help me to overcome this for your glory. Help me to find significance in whatever I'm going through right now, knowing that you cause all things to work together for good. And help me to understand, Father, that you're sovereign, not only in heaven above, but on the earth below. And even when I don't understand your ways, Father God, I'm going to trust your heart. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. But first, we have an announcement about a new book from Rabbi. The Old Testament is more than a collection of traditions. Rather, it paints a rich and colorful picture of Jesus, proving that he is indeed the Messiah, drawing from Hebrew tradition, where prophecy is multidimensional in Messianic prophecy revealed. Rabbi Kurt Schneider unpacks scripture that not only declares the future, but he reveals how the whole of scripture points to Christ. Call 800-777-7835 or visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and be absolutely confident that Jesus is the Messiah. Messianic Prophecy Revealed. We're so excited about this book release. It really does build absolute confidence that the Old Testament points to Jesus as the Messiah. So get your copy today and now. Here is Rabbi with the rest of today's message. There are many things that we don't understand, but when we don't understand his ways, let us, beloved, trust his faithfulness Let's stay committed to trusting his heart. God is good. 
His ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. He's sovereign in heaven above and on the earth beneath. Let's continue to trust him, even though we don't understand what is going on in the temporal. You see, the problem with us, hear what I'm saying, church. The problem with us is that we understand everything from the temporal realm. We're so rooted to the earth. Our minds are so programmed to the now that we don't have a mindset of the eternal. So we can only interpret things by what's going on in this very moment. And we're making decisions about what's going on just based upon what's going on in the present moment. But there's much more that's going on than what's going on in the present moment because God has an eternal plan. This is why the Apostle Paul said the temporary trials that you and I are going through right now are not worthy to be compared with the eternal glory that these trials, they're forming in our soul. That as we go through these temporal trials, Paul said, and hang on to the Lord and love him and are faithful to him and are obedient to him through these temporary earthly trials, the outcome of these trials is going to be that our soul is going to be expanded and enriched and filled with the eternal weight of God's glory. I said, beloved ones, the problem with us is that we're so earthly, we're so temporal-minded, and we're so proud to think we can make judgments about what's going on that we evaluate everything only in virtue or in view of what's going on right now rather than understanding his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. For even as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. So let's trust him and stop having pride in thinking that we know best and that we can make judgments. God has an eternal purpose in mind and he's using everything for his glory. And so Hannah is praising him. He's the one, the Lord is holy and there's no one like the Lord. Boast no more so very proudly. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and with him actions are weighed. Verse 4, the bows of the mighty are shattered, the feeble gird on strength. And then she goes on to say in verse 6, the Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and rich. He brings low. He exalts. She's talking about his sovereignty. And she's saying, so stop boasting. You don't know what's going on. Let's trust God. He alone is God. And we just got done reading in verse eight. The pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he set the world on them. And so, Father God, we are asking today that you'll forgive us for our arrogance. We think about Adam and Eve when they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and how the devil said to them that when they ate from the tree that they would have the knowledge of good and evil that they'd be able to judge what's good and what's bad, that they'd be able to see what's really happening rather than depending on you. And Father, truly, the fruit of that sin in the garden all those years ago is still in our lives today, that we are the ones that think we can decide what's good and what's bad and even judge you, God, when we're so boastful and vain for thinking, Lord, that we have the right to do such a thing. And so we think about Hannah's words there when she said, boast no more so very proudly. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth for the Lord is the God of knowledge. So Father, we wanna say that we repent before you right now. We bow our knee before you now, Father God. Forgive us, Lord, for having a temporal view of life 
for thinking that we have the right and the judgment to be able to discern good from evil. So Father, we ask you today to forgive us and to recognize you high and lifted up, to recognize who you are in your sovereignty. We ask you to give us a worldview, Father, that's consistent with your worldview and to understand, Lord, that you're working all things after the counsel of your own will. And I pray, Father, the fruit of today's message would be that we would be lifted up to see you in your glory, to see you in your loftiness, to understand that there is one God and there is no other, that you reign, Father, in the heaven above and the earth below, and that, Father God, in your loving kindness, as we give ourselves to you, you are faithful to reign in and over our lives. Father, Daddy, thank you that you love us. Thank you that as we give our lives to you, even as Hannah dedicated her child's life to you in the temple, that as we dedicate our lives to you, Father God, that you're faithful to us, to lift us up, Father God, even as Hannah said, to exalt the needy and to put them in the place of nobles. Father, we wanna thank you for the good purposes you have in our life. Beloved one, I speak courage over you today, courage that comes from knowing that God is sovereign, that he loves you, and he's reigning over your life. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and to go deeper in your study of God's real plan, download Rabbi's teaching notes for this series titled Hannah's Song online when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there on our homepage, take a few minutes to explore all the resources and the study tools that we have available. You'll find a treasury of messianic content on our website, and it's designed to help you discover the sovereignty of God that's presented in both Testaments. There's even a page where you can become a monthly partner with us. So please go online and take a look around. I believe you'll be glad that you did. Now let's hear from Rabbi Schneider once again. Beloved, I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's broadcast. The Bible tells us in the book of 3 John chapter 1, verse 8, that we should financially support the ministries that are feeding us spiritually. And in so doing, John says, we'll become fellow workers with the truth. I want to encourage you. If the Lord is bearing witness with your heart to support us, would you just be obedient to him? The scripture tells us that everything we sow into the kingdom of God for the purpose of extending God's kingdom in the world is gonna come back to us, pressed down, good measure, and running over into our laps. And I also believe that when you financially support us, the Lord's gonna open up your heart to receive even more revelation from him through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Beloved, you and I truly are partners together. Without you, I can't broadcast. I wanna thank you for your love and for your financial support. If you feel the Holy Spirit knocking at the door of your heart to make an offering to the Lord to discover in the Jewish years today, just do it, beloved. I promise you'll be blessed. If you're feeling that God is calling you to partner with us in the coming year, then please get in touch with us today. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or if it's easier, you can also text your donation to us by simply typing the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. You can also send your generous monthly partner gifts of any amount in the mail when you write to us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. 
Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. It's because of your faithful giving that Discovering the Jewish Jesus is broadcasting in almost every nation around the world, including Israel, Ukraine, and even Russia, where it's needed the most right now. And as our token of our appreciation for your generosity, we'll send you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month that's available as a download. And then for our new monthly partners, we have an additional token of appreciation, an authentic handcrafted shofar that's made in Israel. We also today wanted to take the time to share some testimonies we've received from our listeners. One woman wrote in and said, the book Rabbi Schneider has written, Messianic Prophecy Revealed, is a great resource to have as it opens up the prophecies concerning who the Messiah is and how he fulfills the events that were foretold about him. Rabbi has made it an easy read for anyone to follow along and understand using scripture throughout the book. Thank you, Rabbi, for your obedience to the call of God on your life. You are reaching and helping multitudes around the world. God bless you and your family and staff. Thank you so much for writing in. And another one from April, she says, thank you, thank you, thank you for these beautiful messages. Rabbi, you and Cynthia are such a blessing to me, and I am learning so many things I have not heard, and my life is changing every day. I have been a Christian for 50 years now, and I know the Word of God, but I had lost my first love. Because of your ministry, I have gotten my first love of the Lord back, and it's even better now. I love you all. Father, God bless you, and shalom. April, thank Thanks so much for sending in your words of encouragement. We appreciate you as well. And now as we head into the weekend, I just want to take a moment and pray for you. Father, we come before you and we just ask that you would guide our steps and that you would direct our paths. Would you help us to know, God, that you are truly sovereign and that you're fully in control of our lives, even to the very details. Lord, help us to know that we can count on you and that we can come to you and we can ask and that you will respond. In your son's precious name, Jesus, we pray, amen. And now to wrap up today's message titled, What is God's Real Plan? Here is Rabbi Schneider with a special blessing. The ironic blessing in the book of Numbers chapter six is not a blessing that comes from an impersonal being out there somewhere in the heavens. This special blessing comes from a person, Yahweh, God Almighty, our creator and maker. So receive God's blessing into your life right now. Yahweh, 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance 
and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You'll find our broadcast schedule, podcast links, teaching notes, and so much more. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up each individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through Discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us next week when Rabbi Schneider reveals why we're living in dangerous times. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.